You're telling me I can now buy beer, sell beer, and have a cool kick-ass truck? That's great. I'm running on the Greenway, and I get a phone call, and it's like, hey, this is Sergeant such-and-such from the ATF. You know, he's like, yeah, you need to stop everything you're doing, or you're, you're going to get arrested. Welcome to Drop the Disc. Today we give you Mike Heaton, the co-owner of Tap Truck Two State, which is a local business that's taking events in the two state area by storm. And we talked to Mike about what led him to create this business. I've always knew that my calling was probably gonna be in some sort of entertainment of people. How him and his business partner came together on this unique idea. I mean, when you work your day job and you work a business together, you're around each other more than you are around your family. And how getting all this sorted out wasn't necessarily easy. Laws are completely different on both sides. And this episode is presented by Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. And one thing we always talk about with Nancy is her involvement in the community. So she reached out to us this week about an event that's coming up that we want to share with you. So calling all alumni of Augusta University, the Augusta University Brew and Q is going to be Friday, October 7th. That's going to be next Friday from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Tickets are $20 uh, in advance and $25 at the door. And of course, they benefit the Alumni Foundation for Augusta University. We want to support our local college and we want to support Nancy as well. And you can get tickets online at augusta.edu slash alumni slash BBQ. And if you want to learn more about Nancy, who is an incredible real estate agent, but also, as you can see, super plugged into the community, check her out at powellpropertypros.com. It's just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date. Yeah, and I'ma do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, yeah, the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste. I got moves I'ma make. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the topic is. We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc. We can dive in on city politics. Or I can brag about my accomplishments. If you hating on the city, it is not a fin. Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense. Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big. And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the disc. Hey. Learn a lot about the 706. About to chop it up with David and Chris. A lot of interviews you would hate to miss. AUG in the mix, just drop the disc. Uh. Learn a lot about the 706. To chop it up with David and Chris. A lot of interviews you would hate to miss. AG in the mix, just drop the disc. Just drop the disc. Better drop. And thanks to C Lark, C dot L A R K, for this awesome intro song. Drop the disc. Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. We're Drop the Disc Podcast. Uh, we have an incredible guest today that's going to talk about something really cool going on. And um, before we do that, though, it's kind of part of what we're going to be talking about. I stopped by the brewery. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I stopped by the brewery today, uh, Savannah River Brewery, to grab. I tried to drink some of my beer, but I, only, I noticed that David's beer is still on tap, which means... It wasn't the popular choice. Is yours sold out? It's it was out on by Sunday. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't know Augusta was so into sours. I think they were just into good beer. 
I think they're into sours. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's like a label so, right there. So I talked to I talked to that's Jim Christian. I talked to C- Jim Christian, tapper manager. What is this? What are we drinking? We're drinking Blanky Kong. Nice. Okay. Uh, it's not going to give you acid reflux. Cheers. Uh, but Cheers to that. I talked to Jim about it, and he said it, it was very interesting because we you had an IPA versus a sour, and he said typically IPA drinkers do not touch sours, which yeah, I totally yeah. understand. I don't discriminate on different beers or any alcohol. I mix them. I don't care. Um, and I feel it the next day, but you know, he's, he was very shocked to see so many of the people that would walk in and he thinks that it was such a good idea for us to do this because people were kind of forced to try both Yeah, in order to be a part of what was going on. Yeah. And those of you at home that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the brew off that David and I did at Savannah River. By Uh, the way, I do want to say mine came out a little more bitter than I wanted it to be. I agree. It was not on the sweet side. It was very bitter Knowing me, I'm very sweet. It should have been been a little sweeter. We'll we'll get that right the third time we do it. Yes, we did. Well, we we can't really take credit for it. We we said that, that, and that. We contributed. We told the brewers what we wanted. Generally speaking. And they put together a recipe and then we went in and helped them, assisted them with the process. Took pictures. Yes. Well, <laughs> I was in there for eight hours. I don't know what you were doing. We we finished in six hours. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's that's not too far off. Yeah. That's awesome. Maybe the two we extra didn't drink hours while we were doing it though. So there's probably <laughs> yeah. There was probably I had some. <laughs> I had there was some love being poured into my fruity loopy sour. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so before I just wanted to get it out of the way. Yeah. yeah of course. I won. Go ahead. We we didn't have a normal episode last week, so. Just had to get that out. But uh, anyways, back to the episode for why everybody is listening this week. Uh, today we are here with... Mike Heaton. And uh, what... Thank t- you for your patience on yes, that. Yes, thank hey, you. No. Usually we don't do that. Yeah, no, Everybody at home thing. probably fast forward me yeah, rambling. Yeah, yeah. I also love that you've already branded our fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love ahead. that. I see the sticker. It's a solid sticker. That's only because I forgot the good stuff. Like the, the sticker the fridge, though. Stuff, so. <laughs> well, guests, uh, hear this. If you bring a sticker, we put it on our fridge. So. Yes. <laughs> and apparently they hand you a beer, too. And we'll Absolutely. Hand you a beer. It's a good trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Savannah River Brewery. Fantastic. Um, so, Mike, tell us, tell us a little bit. Give us a little elevator pitch on what you're doing today yes uh so we own tap truck two state um basically we go to events festivals weddings bar mitzvahs it doesn't matter um and uh we just bring the party with us man we have classic trucks we have a 1930 chevy delivery sedan and our most recent one is a 1951 gmc wow um completely redone uh, and have taps on the side of them to, to pour out some nice beers and wines and mixed drinks. So, yeah, so you kind of got to it at the end there. So it's it's a tap truck. So, yeah, yeah. So it's right in the name. You guys, are, <laughs> you guys are bringing the bar. Yeah, we are. Party. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm just going to bring up my brewery visit today. There are a couple <laughs> okay. of regulars that were there, and I, had, I was telling them who we were interviewing, and yeah. he, they said, yeah, they've been coming to the SRP Park uh, yeah. brew, Beer Fest for a while. Yeah. Um, and they had a question for you. Oh do, boy. you do you recondition the vehicle? We, we do. Um, the first one we bought was pretty well done. It's a pretty rare car. There's one of, it's one of five right. known to still be in existence. So the first one, we wanted to go to market with a little bit less stress, right? So we don't have to redo a car and then worry about the beer engineering and worrying about starting a business. So, um, yeah, so we bought a car that was pretty well done and uh, poked holes in the side of it. Nice. Yeah, so that nice. was that was interesting. 
You get some looks though, man, when you got people that are car enthusiasts, especially with those old 1930s. They're like, hey, this is neat. Did you poke holes in the side of it? <laughs> Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's like you might be being judged right now. Well, might be, yeah. Before we get into too much of this, though, yeah. we do like to take it back and, and start with kind of introducing people to you. And yeah. you have a business partner, so maybe we'll kind of shout maybe we'll kind of shout him out at some point in here. But yeah, for sure. Before that, like, uh, the first question is, are you from Augusta? Uh, not originally. I've been here for about 18 years, so basically now. So half my life, probably. Okay. Um, I'm originally from Detroit. Okay. Uh, moved to Texas when I was eight and I uh, grew up in South Texas. Uh, work brought me here. So yeah, I've been here for about 18 years. And uh, just, uh, I don't want to jump the gun, David, but what work brought you here? Yeah. Uh, I actually worked for a building company called Jim Walter Homes. It's no longer with us. Rest in peace, Jim Walter Homes. Um, yeah, they brought me here as a project manager. Okay. And I was here for about eight months and uh, met my wife six months into it and then my company closed. So it's like, hey, surprise, got a new boyfriend that just moved here. By the way, I don't have a job anymore. Can I move in? Sort of scenario. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, talking about what you do as far as the entrepreneurship, and obviously you have a you have a job still right now, yep. and then you came here as a project manager. Like, yep. what was the kind of early career trajectory like? Did, did you go to school for something? Did you have like a career in mind? Yeah, I did go to school. Um, I went to college at Penn State. Um Man, you're all over the place wow. geographically. You're a lion. So, I'm like a I, lion. I did not <laughs> think that at all. But when we talked about going back to my childhood and bringing up little cobwebs and stuff, that's probably one of them that led me to that and okay. why I'm here. Okay. But yeah, I, I went to school um, for uh, business. I will say accounting. that you're the first. We've never had a Penn State grad. Not no. that I know of. No. Well, go Lions. <laughs> And I'm from Detroit, so my football team's Lions, too, so just got it covered. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, not this year, man. Hey, Hard Knocks was great. Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks was, great. was great. I'm a big Hard Dan Knocks Campbell is, fan. Hard Knocks is always great, though. It, yeah. I st yeah. This is not a Hard Knocks uh, show, but, uh, yeah, we, we, we approve this message. Um, so so you said you went to school for business. I did. What did you kind of have in mind? Like, did you think eventually you would be an entrepreneur? I had no clue, man. I really had Sounds no like idea. Sounds like business, right? I went to school... The reason I went to school is because I was not a very good student in high school. And I said, you know what? What can I go to school for that nobody back home will believe that I went to school for? <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, got a degree in accounting. <laughs> and uh, here we are. Now I own a truck business or a logistics business that has, happens to deal with beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about the project management company. Yep. What, what was the year you moved here? Oh, man. You said 18 years ago, so like yeah. 2000, 2004? Four-ish, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, you know, a good amount of time. It doesn't sound like it when you say it, but it was a good amount of time ago. Yeah. What was your impression moving here? I mean, you've lived in, you know, some relatively larger cities. Yeah, absolutely. So the reason I chose Augusta is my company actually flew me around to a couple of different places. So I went to Tampa, uh, Fort Lauderdale, San Antonio, um, Houston. Wow. All yeah. great places. Right. All yeah. fantastic places. Yeah. Um, and I chose Augusta because the cost of living was, was so cheap for what you get and what I was making. I was like, man, I can live like a King. My salary is going to be the same no matter what city I chose. Right. Uh, to, to be fair, Tampa was probably first on my list. Right. Um, <laughs> when I left there, I was like, yeah, I'm sold. Uh, and then I looked into housing prices and stuff at the time and I was like, nah, I'm good. I'll just go to Augusta. It seems safe. Nice. Um, love North Augusta. Yeah. So the whole area was pretty cool. 
So you moved here in 2004. Yeah. What, how long did the project manager job last? About eight months. No kidding. Yeah. So and like did, 2005. Did, like, did, yeah. Out of curiosity, did you see it coming? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like the business they were in to begin with. Mm. Um, and as you get into more of a managerial role, you kind of see the, you know, the writing on the wall and the, what they're actually doing to people. And I was like, I don't really agree with this. So, yeah, I kind of saw it coming. Yep. Yeah. So what did you do next? <laughs> I moved in with your girlfriend. You, but, you moved but, to Augusta eight months later. <laughs> lost my job. Great yeah. place job to lose is your gone. job, though, like yeah. compared to Tampa or somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, it uh, ended up being safe. The the rest the next couple of years was pretty rocky <laughs> for me to say the least. I sold cell phones at the mall. I remember one job. I, I was selling cell phones at the mall. I was there for about three months, and um, my girlfriend at the time she's now my wife, which is strange after this story. Um, <laughs> she's like, you know, buddy, you've been there for three months and you haven't gotten a paycheck yet. Maybe it's time to move on. <laughs> Smart woman. And I was like, yeah, you might be wow. onto something. Uh, this is f- ironic. Um, so I lost that. I sold some pest control orkin for a bit, mm-hmm. and that was that was a crazy situation. I don't like crawling underneath stuff, so that was never going to work. <laughs> um, the neighbor of the at the time worked for a software company, and he was like, "Hey, man, do, are you interested in a kind of a project management role?" And I was your like, neighbor or the neighbor of a crawl space you were crawling under? Wouldn't that be cool? No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Our house was tiny. There's no crawl space. <laughs> so no, the neighbor of uh, my girlfriend at the time's house who okay. I moved in with, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at that. And it was in this building that I came and had my first interview with this company and got it before I even got home. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So the rest is history, so to speak, right? So you're still doing that? I am. There was a six year period where I left and went to a competitor, uh, and then came back because my business partner now. Mm-hmm. I worked with him before and he knew I worked for the competitor and kind of lured me back uh, to us. So yeah, it, it worked out. It worked out well. Wow. I'm sure that did for you, but there was a two year period where uh, it was pretty hit and miss with my then girlfriend. <laughs> hey, she's still around. She's now your wife, which she is great. Is, she is now my wife. When you have congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to talk about like what kind of projects you're managing? Like what kind of software you're, I don't know how, yeah. like when you say software, software so, is so broad. You know, so many yeah, things. No kidding. Right. Yeah. Uh, we do emergency management software okay. and business continuity. Uh, I actually work for the transportation department in our in our company. So we, we do airports, DOTs, things of that nature. So wow. uh, I had the privilege when I first came back a couple months ago to fly out to uh, Fort Lauderdale, and we did an active shooter. We shut down an entire uh, tarmac. We shut down um, an entire uh, terminal, and they did actual fake bullets, round, like loud it was it was pretty neat. So I get to do stuff like that. We wow. filmed it, and yeah, wow. it, was, it was it was pretty cool. They Very hijacked cool. a plane and had a car with a bomb in it, and it was just it was pretty it was pretty gnarly. People with injuries and bones sticking out. And is that like a, a whole typical production. thing? Like, yeah. So they have to do those high scale. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's what a typical. Sorry, thing. not a re- is that like a typical thing for you to do? Like a drill no, is like that day to day. Is an active shooter occurrence at an airport a daily, daily thing? No. No, so, no, no, yeah. But to answer your question, yes. So these airports, they have to go through these drills to check mark, you know, certain federal right. requirements. And uh, I, it just so happened to be that we were going to go and help them. They had our software. So the back end of that to manage the whole process and deploy folks mm-hmm. to where they needed to be was our software. So it's pretty neat. Stay tuned for more with Mike Heaton on the Drop the Disc podcast. We'll be right back. 
Hey guys, Chris here with Drop the Disc Podcast. I want to talk a little bit about our favorite brewery here in Augusta, Georgia that has been sponsoring us for almost three years now. They just finished 2022 Oktoberfest and they had a lot going on. They had different games. I was able to witness Jason Craig not winning the Steinhold. I saw a couple of times people were puking after doing the Das Boot Chug. I mean, it was great. They had about seven beers on tap just for this event. Really, really cool what was going on. I'm going to read off some upcoming events that Savannah River Brewing Company has, and I'm just getting this right off their Facebook. So if you don't follow them on Facebook, go ahead and follow them at Savannah River Brewing Company. They post all of their things, new beer releases, everything. But real quick, Monday, October 3rd, Zane Lamprey Comedy Tour is going to be at Savannah River Brewing Company. October 29th, they're doing an oyster roast. I'll definitely be there. Saturday, November 19th, Brewery Con at SRBC. And Saturday, November 19th, will be Savannah River Brewing Company's Chili Cook-Off. Guys, again, check them out on Facebook. That's where you can get all their information on what they're doing, tap releases, session IPAs they're bringing out, even events that they're doing. Check them out right now. Savannah River Brewing Company. So we learned how you and your business partner for tap, Tap truck. Yeah. yeah, tap truck. Yeah. Came into existence. The question yeah. is, how did the business model and plan mm-hmm. come into existence? So at what point did you and your business you, at the at the time you and your friend yeah. said, shoot, let's do this? Yeah. Uh so I'm what came first? The uh, kegs uh, or the tap or the truck? Yeah, what came yeah. first? So I've always knew that my calling was probably gonna be in some sort of entertainment of people. Uh, and according to my wife, I drank way too much beer and way too expensive. Mm. So I was like, hmm, how, how can I make this work to my benefit? I wanted to open up a beer garden and bar. Okay. So I first took my vision to my now business partner and I said, hey, he had just recently graduated from the Citadel with MBA. And I was like, this dude's smart. I already know we can work well together. Let's and you said y'all had a background, right? Yeah, yeah. He, yep. He got me my first job or Sort Your of current job. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, so I took him this proposition, and he was like, man, I am so busy. I am done with business opportunity. He's an entrepreneur, serial op- entrepreneur. And uh, he's like, I'm done. Wife said I'm done. Right. Cool idea, but can't do it right now, man. We understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of back to the drawing board, and, you know, he's a, he's far smarter than I am. Uh, so I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Uh, and I just kept on bothering him. Right. Yeah. Like, hey, man. Yeah. How's it going? We'd go to lunch. I'm like, he's like, how are you doing? I was like, I'm doing well uh, about this business opportunity that I'm thinking of. <laughs> and finally, he said that one day he looked up the margin on beer and was like, I'm not going to let Mike make all this money by himself. <laughs> but so he took me to lunch one day and he was like, hey, man, let's uh, let's talk about this idea. My idea was too big to start. I mean, we started looking at buildings and what like, was the renovated. initial idea. So I wanted to do like a beer garden type deal. Right. Like right. A, kind of like a rustic beer garden stuff outside that whole thing have and, the exposed wanted, brick wall yeah like yeah, a whole I, building i'm feeling it that's right like a big building there's a building in downtown north augusta that i had my hands on or I had my eyes on and just, <laughs> my hands were on it a couple times walking too. around yeah yeah I was feeling it at night feeling who's the spirits creep, who's this creepy ginger dude walking around touching buildings in downtown north augusta he's like the downtown north augusta leprechaun yeah, that's the thing north augusta would not allow <laughs> no creepy dudes touching buildings yeah that's bars? right that's right both both maybe both <laughs> um so we got in touch with the owner and we sat down with him and he's like, dude, this is a crazy idea. Like you can't afford this. 
<laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. This is two people now that have said I can't afford it. And both of them have brilliant business minds. So my wife's like, see, I've been telling you for 18 years now that you can't do this. Um, and then the idea was brought to us like, hey, why don't you just do a pop-up beer garden? And I was like, man, this just doesn't seem legit to me, right? Mm, like, I don't yeah. want to just. You want to break a mortar. Yeah, man. I didn't want to be a pop-up. Like, that. how legitimate is that? Like, a food truck for, for booze and beer? Like, that seems kind of silly to me. And how would you even do that? Right. Um, so my business partner was like, look at all these places that we can go and park whatever this thing is. And I, was, I wasn't sold on it, man. I was like, this is not at all what I envisioned. Like, I don't want a hobby. I want a, I want a business. And uh, he was like, what about these old trailers that people are converting? And I was like, that, they're everywhere, right? Like, I don't want a, a horse trailer. Yeah. I do, think do I look like a horse trailer? Dude? On, like, on this route, on this, on third floor, Edgar's above Broad, they yeah. turned the yeah, air, an Airstream yeah. into a kind of a half kitchen and keg. That's pretty dope, though. And then they yeah. got a crane and pick it up. Yeah, pretty cool. that was it really was cool. But dope. people are doing it. They yeah. are. They are. Yeah. But that's the thing. People are doing it. Right. It's not. It's, it's trending too much. That's right. I wanted to be a different kind of unique, and I didn't think that that would provide that opportunity to do that. And uh, my business partner happens to be a mechanic by just – and in, in passing, right? Like he, he tinkers around with old school cars and he's rebuilt right. cars and stuff. And he's like, dude, what if we did a, an old truck and put beer taps on it? And I was like, Oh, that's pretty rad. Like now, yeah. you, now you've got my interest here. You're telling me I can now buy beer, sell beer and have a cool kick-ass truck. That's great. Right. And, uh, we did a little bit of research. There's other beer trucks out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we did the research and, I was like, let's do it. This is the first idea in 18 years, well, 17 years at the time, that my wife was like, oh, that that could be something. Because I've taken her all kinds of stupid ideas. And she's like, dude, no. <laughs> go back to sleep. That's this when you know you have a good wife where you could sleep. go take some ideas to right, her right. to see if it's good or not. If yeah. it has a pass or fail situation. This one kind of stuck. So, yeah. That's really cool. That's kind of how the business idea came up. I know it was a long answer, but no, that's what it was. that's the kind of answer that we expect. Yeah. Good. So, let's, let's do you want to... You know, tell us a little bit about your business partner since he's not here right now. Um, and it seems like you guys know each other pretty well. Yeah, he's like a brother of mine, man. I mean, really. I mean, when you work your day job and you work a business together, you're yeah. around each other more than you are around your family, to be honest. Uh, yeah, Brad's a great dude. Um, he's actually my boss in our day job. <laughs> nice. Um, and he's a serial entrepreneur? He is. Yeah, he owned... Honestly, I'm going to butcher this. I don't know the name of the company, but they did some golf simulation haircut beer place downtown. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah Men's Refinery. Men's Refinery. We used to get our haircut there. Yeah, yeah we both yeah. used he to was, go there. He was one of the owners there. He brought okay. in this, the golf simulators yeah. and stuff. Does um, he still have that golf simulator? I think he sold it. Dang it. I know, this dude. Morning. I know. This we morning. have room in here. <laughs> Do we? I don't I don't I mean, you can always make room, right? You can always make always. room for a golf simulator. <laughs> yeah. So, so men's refinery. Yeah. So we had that. I honestly don't know the exact details of how that went down or how it right. did or any of that. Um, but no, he's, he's a great dude. Uh, his, he's got a family. He's got four boys. So that's pretty crazy. Um, his wife, the reason we got back together, that sounds weird. Um, <laughs> the, the reason we hooked up, that sounds even more weird. <laughs> professionally. Yeah. Hooked up professionally. Yeah. The reason we reconnected. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, when we first, <laughs> my wife and I lived in Evans and then we moved back or we moved to North Augusta and we were taking my son into school for the first time. And his wife is the teacher, one of the second grade teachers there. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And we walked in and they're like, this is your new teacher. This is Miss Pond. And, and I was like, wait a minute. I know, 
I know you. And we had a mask on, right? Because it was 2020. Oh, yeah. So I was like, yeah. Take your mask off. Let me see. Yep, that's you. <laughs> and uh, that's how we reconnected. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So when did the business officially start? I think that's the question. Like, you know, it sounds like you were working yeah. on it for a while. I guess, I guess when did you get the LLC? That's, because, that's a good way Because obviously to, there's a lot that happens afterwards. Right. Yeah. But the LLC is the easiest part. The bank part. account yeah. opens. Yeah. You know, Great couple, question. A couple stakes in the ground. Last July uh, is okay. when we got the LLC. So uh, like a year and a month ago or like a month ago? No, no, no. <laughs> a year. <laughs> yeah. Thursday. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. So yeah, last July I think is when we did it. Um, we gave ourselves two months to come up with a business plan, a proof of concept and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And to line up anything that we needed to line up. And if we didn't do it within that two months, then we walked away from the plan altogether. Okay. Um, we're pretty good planners. My business partner more so than I am. I'm pretty shoot from the hip kind of guy. You've, <laughs> you've got the creativity and uh, he has the business model mind. I don't even know what I bring to the table now that we're talking about it. Like he's creative and has the business mind. So you're the, you're the client to client yeah, relations guy. Right. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yep. That's what I am. Um, but yeah, we gave ourselves two months. We're like, hey, by this date, we're if we either gonna do this or we're not gonna do it. And uh That's tough. Yeah, it was, man. Especially with all the laws and stuff that you had to navigate through. We'll get through that too. Yeah. <laughs> we I am very curious as well as everybody listening how this is possible. It's bananas. I'm sure. It's bananas. I mean working anyway, yeah, we'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. Uh yeah. So we gave ourselves two months and we made it within the deadline and we said, Okay, we're on to something here. Both of our wives signed off on it. That was the last hurdle. Yeah. And uh we were off and running. And I think our first job was in August of last year, but it wasn't even a real thing. It was a friend of ours that was like, hey, uh, you can come do this. It was good content creation, though. It was. Yeah, yeah. we got our first <laughs> round of pictures. Yep. We got, yeah, we got it all. Um, it moved pretty quickly after that That's to good. a point where we were like, we're not ready. <laughs> like, uh, let's let's ring this, rein this yep. back in. Like, I'm not ready for this yet. Um, and then we kind of hit the ground running this past January. Okay. Is when we really started like booking deals and like, okay, we're, gonna, we're doing something here. Stick around. We'll be right back with more about Tap Truck 2 State right after this quick message from our friends at the Clubhouse. We all know the Clubhouse is Augusta's nonprofit innovation center, but they also have cool events that are open to the public like Beer and Bites. It's exactly what it sounds like. They've got plenty of drinks and snacks, and it's a great networking opportunity for people that want to get involved in the community and especially meet people in the entrepreneur and cyber sectors. But there's people from all different backgrounds that show up. This coming event is going to be October 5th. It's right after business hours, and it's at the Georgia Cyber Center on the third floor in the clubhouse. Just tell them you're there for beer and bites. And the coolest part is admission is free. So check out the clubhouse at theclubhouse.se if you want to learn more about their programs. And hopefully we'll see you next week at Beer and Bites. I, I say this carefully, but luckily for y'all, but unlucky for the world, you know, COVID-19 hit. So y'all did have like a buffer excuse yeah, for not moving forward. So y'all yeah. got in a way lucky. Um, yeah. but I can also see why in January it just kind of hit the ground. I mean, I'm sure even now it's taking off. It's yeah, it's taken off. Everybody wants to get out there and do stuff. Right. We, you nailed it, man. Like we were in a perfect storm where we decided to start a business in the middle of everything. Right. The business was situated around people being in front of each other and that's not happening. But then we kick it off right when everything opens up again. Right. So knock on wood. Yeah. You know, I, I think this it's is not real wood. I know. I'm sorry. I was, I was just about to say that. <laughs> um, 
it was a perfect storm, man. Yeah. As far as timing goes. Almost too good, right? Like That's we great to hear. we have day jobs, right? We yeah. didn't want it to grow super fast, but we wanted to prove to ourselves that it would work. Yeah. And we've done that, and now we're at a point where it's time to take it even, just let, just let, let's open it up. Right. Let's see what happens. So what does that mean? It means we hired our first employee today. Congratulations. So that was Very that cool. Scary all the same time as exciting. But yeah. at home, that's the uh, 21st of September. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chronicling. Who, whoever's taking notes. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we had, we had that going on today. Uh, she has worked with us in the past, you know, to help us out and stuff. So it's, it's a familiar face and she's going to do great for us, but it's going to allow us to one focus on the day jobs as well as the business. Right. Right. Uh, it's a lot of stress to run a business. And then you add the fact that, you know, you have a day job too. It's a whole bunch of stress. And speaking of stress, we have to talk about the laws. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of this. I'm sure y'all have to deal with uh, state, obviously, but all, then also crossing state lines. So then you also have to deal with counties. Yeah. So I don't, David. Maybe you can ask the first question that would I? I want to ask how. I guess the it, question is like how how does it work? Yeah. yeah. Like how can you do it right? Yeah. And like what do we like what do we need to know <laughs> yeah right yeah you want me to share my secrets with you guys not well, the secrets just and i would say like things that we could improve on might even be something that yeah. we bring up like hey this is how the process looks like you know uh this is what we had to do this is how yeah. we do it this is where we operate and this sure. is where it maybe could have been easier and where where was the first speed bump that that uh, might that's be a, that's that, a fantastic that's question. Day one. That's, that's the first way to start this. That's a fantastic question. Um, so let me start by saying that it's in the name of the company, Tap Truck Two State. Mm-hmm. We operate on each side uh, of the river. Two State Tap yeah. Truck. You can okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I just got that. We <laughs> we learned. <laughs> everyone says it like Tap Truck to State. Like right. Like that's yeah. how I say yeah. it. Yeah, we should have probably rethought that a little two bit. Two state tap truck. Now I read it that way, it makes total sense. Yeah. Sorry, go Maybe ahead. Maybe we should have rethought that a little bit. <laughs> hey, it's never too late. Yeah, it's well, still in the beginning stages. That's true. Well, our actual company is called Motor Keg. Oh, perfect. Oh. Yeah. So we just need a new sticker if you change it. <laughs> I'll bring you hats next time. Thank you. Yeah, next time I'll be on time. <laughs> um the first hurdle was trying to navigate ourselves through both sides, because both sides, even though they're a river apart might as well be an ocean apart, right? Wow. Like the laws are completely different on both sides. Which, which, which state is easier? That, I, I, that's a hard question because <laughs> every week it jumps back and forth in my answer. It's one week it's like Georgia's easier. One week it's South Carolina's easier. So I think that right now for our business model, I would say South Carolina is easier only because we're having to jump through hurdles in Georgia that – we're now cl- closing in on that finish line. Okay. Right. Once we get past that finish line, Georgia will by, be by far easier. Right. Uh, but as it stands now, South Carolina is easier because we don't have to worry about it and we have the system down. So in South Carolina, whenever you go do an event, you have to pull a special events permit, which at the time felt like a huge pain in the butt, right? Right. Because we don't have one of those places here that you can just go pull a permit. You got to go all the way to Columbia every time you do it. You have to go to Columbia. Yes, you so cannot you, just call them and do it online. Nope. See, that makes it sound harder. It's horrible. <laughs> right. Georgia wins. But, but there's no hidden anything, right? It's like, okay. this is what you, you have to do. You just go do the permit. Right. Uh, you got to get the local sheriff to sign off on the, whatever it is you're doing. Um, what time you're leaving, what time you're starting, what you're serving, and everything has to be purchased through a distributor. In order to get it from the distributor, you have to have that permit. Mm-hmm. So I can't buy my 
anythings until I have that permit. Um, but now it's pretty easy, right? Like the right. first couple of times is a little daunting. Like, oh my God, I got it. Like today, I was like, I'm going to be late. But I was here before you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and before uh, me. Yeah. So that's kind of what it's like now in South Carolina, right? Like we know in advance where our shows are. Uh, the only caveat to that is whatever county you're doing a job in, you have to have a business license in that particular county if you're within the city limits of that county. So every county is different. Aiken what County. In the world. Aiken County, I can have a job in Aiken County for, so let's say, a wedding mm-hmm. that's not within the business area of Aiken County. Of Aiken? Yeah. So I don't need a business license. So North Augusta. North Augusta, we had to get a business license. So okay. In, in, the, in the city. Got it. You Got have it. to have it. If you're out with the horses and the, the cows in the pasture, then no. Got it. So that was a little hard to circumvent. But now we know what questions to ask and all that, so it's easy. Flipping over to the Georgia side, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You have to have a brick and mortar. You can't just be a home office. You have to have a physical location within the city limits. Um, and then to you get a business license to get a business, not, not to get a business license. You have to have that too, but to get <laughs> a beer wine license. Um, wow. and then you have to get a catering license that allows you yep. to do offsite pouring. Yep. Um, we, we can't pour in the building. We can't sell beer and wine to folks that come up to our new building and say, Hey, can I have a beer and a wine? No, that's a whole separate license that you have to get. And is that Georgia or Richmond County? Uh, that's all of Georgia. So wow. when we met, you asked me what my first hiccup was. Yeah. So this is a good segue to that. Uh, about two or three months into us owning the business, we had planned on going to, and we executed on it, <laughs> the beer fest here. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, a good friend of mine is a distributor for a company called Modern Hops. They they do like kind of high-end craft beers. Yeah. Um. He's like, hey, you want to bring your truck out to Beer Fest and pour my beers at this thing? Great publicity. And I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'm running on the Greenway. I know it doesn't look like it, but I do. I run <laughs> I run often. I'm running on the Greenway and I get a phone call and it's like, hey, this is Sergeant such and such from the ATF. You know, you, you are you Mike? Do you own this business? I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you need to stop everything you're doing or you're, you're going to get arrested. And I was like, wow. So hurdle number one was that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow, getting a call from the ATF. David, how would you take that? Would you stop running and not be able to run anymore? I, I had to keep running. I was in the middle of the greenway. I couldn't just stop. <laughs> you can walk and mope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I... I mean, we got a, We almost got a cease and desist one time, and mm-hmm. I was I was having a lot of fun with that, so I don't know what I would do. Yeah, we got, we got threatened with that as well. <laughs> Love um, that. Frame it. But at the end of the day, our first truck is just a glorified jockey box. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we and have, and those at home that don't know what a jockey box yeah. is, that's the cooler that has the coils inside with ice. That's right. And the keg is outside of it. We used the heck out of one at uh during Masters Week. Yeah, yeah. And it was perfect. So you are a glorified jockey box. Well, at the time, at, at the, the time, time we were, we had to convince them that we were a glorified jockey box and not the ice cream truck for beer that drives around in the corner and sells beer whenever mm. we want to. Which. It's is not a bad idea. It's a horrible idea if you're trying to get around the ATF because that's not what they want you to do. So that's what they thought. That's why yes. they called you. That's what they, they don't know the business were model. We're so new to this. They just and heard you know, beer truck and right? they were They're like, like d- okay. There's like, okay, this dude's going to drive around and sell beer on quarters. And that's right. not a go- at all how we were doing it. Okay. Don't go anywhere and don't skip ahead because I'm telling you about a free concert that we're putting on 
along with our friends, Tranner Gray Media and the Salvation Army. Next week, that's going to be October 8th, 2022, and it's Augusta Rocks Fest. We've got five great bands lined up. Four of them we've already announced, and one of them is a secret that will be revealed soon. So you got to follow our social media for that, but we've got all kinds of cool stuff. It's a local music festival located right outside of Second City Distillery, General admission is free, but if you want that VIP experience with drinks and food and the best seating in the house, you can get that for $50 in advance. And the coolest thing about it is all the money we're raising goes to the Salvation Army Center of Hope, which is combating homelessness in Augusta, which is one of our biggest situations, issues, however you want to say it right now. So come out on October 8th. We're going to have the Georgia game on, so you're not going to miss a thing. And check out Augusta Rocks Fest. Support local, support local music. Buy a beer because every beer you buy from Buzzworthy Bubbles, they are going to donate an insane percent, 70% of every sale to the Salvation Army Center of Hope. So let's come out, let's support local, let's support this cause that we can all get behind and listen to some awesome music. October 8th from 4 to 10 p.m. right outside of Second City Distillery, right where the market is. Get your VIP tickets now at AugustaRocks.com or just email us at dropthedispod at gmail.com or DM our social media pages at dropthedispod. <clears throat> so you went to the Craft Beer Festival. We did. We sure you did. got to do the thing. He said, they said, if we go, we'll get arrested. And uh, I, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty nervous. It was our second event. And uh, no we, kidding. It, it wasn't even a paid event, right? Like we were just doing it for a buddy and to get some notoriety and yeah. a little exposure. We weren't ready for our business to take off yet. And He's like, if you go out there, we'll be waiting for you, and we're going to arrest you guys. And uh, my business partner, who's usually really level-headed and makes me rethink all my decisions before I execute on them, uh, said, <clears throat> we're, we're doing it. Like, dude, we have a 1930 truck, Prohibition-style truck. If you get arrested at a beer fest as they're pouring In one beer, of those right, trucks? Hilarious. Like, That's fantastic advertisement. Yeah, it's true. And he's like, we'll all be there to bail you out. There you go. I like right. him. And I was like, you know what? If if my level-headed business partner has decided that this is an okay <laughs> thing, we're going to go ahead and go we're with it. We're on for it. Yeah. So we did it, and nothing happened. But we rented, we basically rented our truck to them for, as a prop. Right. So we quickly realized that maybe that's our business model, right? Maybe we rent our truck out as that. As, as a truck that has beer right. coming out. Yeah. Well, we don't have to provide the beer. We can, the, the client can go get the beer in Georgia and we'll drop the truck off and we can have uh, somebody else pour it that's not affiliated with us. And that's how our business model is going to work until now when we have a building and we're applying for our licenses. Gotcha. So that was kind of like your stand in business model. That's right. Until it's a stopgap legally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To be able to work it until. We get fully functioned. So now you say you've got your location. Yeah. You're getting your, your licenses yep. so that you'll be able to go out and do this. That's right. We just had our building inspection two weeks ago and working towards getting our, our beer and wine and catering license so we can go ahead and pour for everyone. So so hold on. You had to get you actually had to get a brick and mortar to yes. be able to do this. Yes. Because our address is twelve James Brown Avenue, right next door to the Bull Weevil. And so will it be open to the public at that location or is it just headquarters yes, kind of yes, situation? Yes and no. Uh, we will have, we'll, we'll have, have some meetings there. and stuff. Yeah. We'll have meetings there. Um, if anyone needs to come in. So we've partnered with a bull weevil too. We're doing catering and this, so we can offer it all. 
to to whatever get if you want a birthday party with catered food we got the the bull weevil or if you have a wedding that needs catered food we have the bull weevil so wow if a bride that's comes cool. in and they have amazing cakes so of course yeah we've yes. partnered with them it's a pretty good cool partnership and we're right next door so if a bride says hey i want to come in and see what you guys have to offer do you do catering absolutely so we'll have we'll do tastings and stuff by schedule by appointments there um we also do beer walls so we've built out these beer walls um when our trucks are in deploy are deployed uh these beer walls are still an option too so they have the same scheme and um, theme as our trucks and we've used all the old parts to put on these beer walls and uh we, we rent those out as well so we're gonna have those in there and you know just our different options and stuff so my question now, once you finish getting all these licenses, yeah. how does the business change? Because you said yeah. now people are renting it, pouring it. And yeah. were you guys in the second room the at, at the beer fest? We were, yeah. I, I 100% remember seeing We were you there guys. this year too. We, yeah, yeah, uh, we yeah, unveiled our newest truck yeah. out there. We had both of our trucks there this I year. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, that's clicking. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Tangent. I remember seeing you guys though. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um so how will things change? Because now you're saying like you have clients that, that basically do all the alcohol. You guys mm -hmm. are a truck rental service. It sounds like that is not what you're trying to be. So oh, absolutely what's not. the vision? Mm -hmm. No, the vision is it opens up everything, man. It opens up festivals. It opens up. I have a great partnership with the folks down at AB Beverage. They're ready to pull the trigger and help us in any way they can. Um, I've formed good relationships with them out in South Carolina as well. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to be a full-fledged catering and, and beer serving juggernaut. Well, uh, you also know the people that do Augusta Rocks, so... <laughs> right, and, yeah. and on the phone, yeah. I told you that. I was like, hey, next year, we're absolutely, we'll, we'll help you out. That'd be awesome. This is such a new concept. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, you guys have, you guys have kind of, like, a cool thought process as far sure. as promoting it and stuff. Thank you. I'm curious, like, outside of the government, we've talked about the government. People love that or hate it, one way or the <laughs> other. David Peltier's loving it. Um... <laughs> uh how is your like what is the feedback that you've gotten from like other business owners and like the community for what y'all for what y'all do man people love it we have full buy-in from the mayor in north augusta um I, I don't know if I'm, i should say this but when we first started our, our business he was so welcoming that he put a six pack of beer on my my business partner's doorstep with a little note that says we are so happy to have you in north augusta um that's we have really a lot cool. of buy-in. That's pretty cool. Our, our first gig in South Carolina was on the doorstep of the municipal building for the art and heritage folks. Wow. And we pulled onto the sidewalk and poured beer from our car right where the, the police are, right? Like, it, <laughs> it, it, it was fantastic. I mean, it, it and I poured beer, two beers probably, probably, maybe I shouldn't say that. For the mayor, I mean, it was yeah. it was great, and they've op they've opened their arms up. They they, um, yeah. So we got all we got. I can't tell you what's coming up, but we <laughs> you okay. can tell us after the episode. I yeah. will, <laughs> I will. But let's just say in the Sorry, next people. week or two, there's something big going on in North Augusta that we'll be a part of as well. Um, they they love it, man. I mean, when you see one of our trucks, you the honks, the yep. waves, the, yeah. The all, and you know you've kind of made it big when you see your stuff in the wild. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is uh, my son was, I think it was a Jimmy John's. 
Uh, no, it wasn't. What's the other sandwich shop that's really good? Oh, man, there's so many. You could do... Uh, Start naming them. You'll get it. Uh, Mike's, Jersey Mike's. Jer- done. First one. Very good. <laughs> Booyah. Uh, yeah, I'm a, you're my teammate in charades next time. <laughs> um, Jimmy, Yeah, we were there, and I just said Jimmy John's again. Uh, <laughs> and the dude had my hat on, and my nine-year-old son at the time, like he was he started pulling on my shirt, and I was like, what, dude? And he's like, check it out. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, dude, he's got your hat on. That's so cool. I didn't so even know cool. the guy. Like, That's so, so cool. To see, That's crazy. To see our stuff in the wild is pretty cool. And it's happening more and more and more. So how do people, if if your brand and merch is cool, we're talking mm-hmm. up your sticker right now. Yeah. Is there like, can people like go to a website and buy your merch? How does yeah, that work? Yeah, so we're almost done with the website. Um, we have a partnership with the guy that makes all of our hats. We're going to put all of our hats online, so they'll be made to order. I have a lot of fitted hats. Those are super expensive. I have 50 of them, so oh, they'll be made to awesome. order on the website and stuff. Yeah. Uh, any event that we're at, uh, you can always come. We have a ton of hats. I have all colors for uh, the football season, so South Carolina, Georgia, Auburn, Clemson. Florida. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't think LSU he, either. I don't think he no. has a purple one either. Oh, I do have a purple one. Yeah. I'm, oh wow. But it's probably yeah. purple and orange. It is. Yeah, I'm out. Oh. That's fine though. Um, <laughs> but no, we're, we're you know it, we're, we have him. I should have brought. Hey, him. We don't have that's him. the transplant city. You got to get all. You do. You got to get everybody you in do. there. You do. What's the ETA on the website? Uh, about two months. Okay. Two months. Okay. Yeah, we're about two months away okay. from it do being fully functional. Do you know what the didn't. Ma- what the domain name is going to be? Yeah, it's Tab Truck Two State. Nice. Yeah. The number just, two. Yep. Perfect. Yep. So I two. guess people should just follow you guys on Instagram. Absolutely. Yeah. At Tab and then Truck you'll two announce State. when yep. that's that's up. Perfect. Yep. All kinds of announcements. the The building we're renovating it right now. The event you'll be in in the, two weeks. The event will be in. Well, the event's not for. The announcement comes in two weeks. It's at Got the it. end of October. Perfect. Got it. Yeah. So, I gotta ask. These are like prime vehicles that y'all have. Yeah. The uh, is it a kegerator system? Is that what it is? Sort of. So the first one is a 1930 Chevy. Um, its footprint is super small. Like okay. we both couldn't fit right. into it. So small. Uh, so it's there's an actual jockey box in that one. Okay. Um, keeping the kegs cold. Cold was a pain in the butt for a while. But and how many taps are on that four. one? Four. Four. Yep. Usually we do six holes so that. If someone right. chooses four, I can get four of them in there. Right. Um, it's gets to be a more pain of a butt when you have the big kegs in there. Uh, the second one is an actual uh, kegerator, but it's a bar back. So wow. what you would see at an actual bar. That's cool. We have cool. five taps on that only because that's all we wanted, but it fits a heck of a lot more. Right. And it sits on the back of the wood stake <laughs> uh, bed. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wicked. And for those that are listening, are you – driving these two events or are you putting them on trailers it's a great question uh the 1930 has 42 miles on it wow. so we put it on the trailer yep uh and then when we get to the event we drive it off the trailer and we drive it into the so you're spot putting like two or three miles at a time we're still drivable two, but yeah, just, yeah we're putting two or three miles a month on it because you figure i get it close enough with the trailer that i can just drive it off mm-hmm. a quarter mile at a time right yeah so we're putting two three miles a, a month on it how do you get that truck we found it from a rare car dealer out of Indiana. But you're talking about, listen, I have a bone to pick with this because <laughs> you're talking about we can't afford to open a brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't afford to do all this stuff. But then we go out and we buy this 1930s vintage. There's only five in the world truck from a rare trader. <laughs> we splurged a little on the <laughs> Very, very good question. <laughs> no, I, a truck is far less than a building. Oh, and all the renovations sure. 100% and all that. For sure. But. Yes, we did splurge on the first one. <laughs> um, I, I'm no, 
it's this is a funny story too. I'm notorious because the first time we were ever doing an interview on television, I used the word gangster like four times, and they asked why we chose that car. We chose that car because we wanted it to be appealing to ladies at the weddings and stuff. Right. But we also needed to be super gangster for the dudes. Right. <laughs> so a 1930 is what's yeah. more, what's more gangster. Bad. Yeah, what's more bad to the bone. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we bought it from a rear car dealership, but didn't tell them we were going to poke holes in the side of it. <laughs> One of five known to still be around. <laughs> we're those dudes. Hey, yeah. hey, you got to do what you got to do. But we did it. Someone's <laughs> when you, when you <laughs> buy When you buy these vehicles, mm-hmm. do you have to... Um, fix it? I mean, are you buying them in mint condition? I mean... The second one, no. The second one was a process. We okay. we bought the 51 locally. Well, I say locally, but Batesburg. Okay. So kind of local. Yeah. But we did a lot to that truck. I mean, my business partner stripped the motor down to... I used to come over there and kind of throw up in my mouth a little bit when I'd see like... <laughs> A million pieces of motor on the ground, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is never going to work." Did you take what, pictures? What is happening? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he had to strip that one down. The first one was mechanically sound. We bought it. Like I said at the beginning of this, we want we didn't want any stress of that. Yeah, it became stress because nobody works on a nineteen thirty Chevy. Right. We had to find uh, an amazing mechanic named Mike Nichols. He's got the place on Washington Road, Nichols. Yep. yep. It's got all the old school cars. Yep. That dude's fantastic, man. He's like a doctor that makes house calls. He's come to our garage so many times to help us with that old thing. Uh, so that one was redone, but it's had some issues. Yeah. But we've worked through them, and, yeah, it's, it drives like a champ. Um, the 51, are, are, we anticipate to just drive it to events. That's awesome. Yep. That Load is up the beer and awesome. just haul Honk up to the, the horn event. as you're driving. That's right. That's awesome. So yeah. you have a great job. Yeah. You have a great business that's, I could say, blowing up yep. in a good way. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Is this going to be a full time gig? You just hired today a new uh, your first employee. I mean, is this going to continue to be just a side hustle that you're willing to put in the extra work and effort, or do you see this taking you to retirement? No, that's a great question, man. Because uh, you know we've contemplated that for the last year. Like, what is what is our end game? Is this a hobby, or are we going to make this a thing? And my wife put it to me best when we were talking about who's going to quit their job. She's like, "Well, you make a lot of money in your job." Wouldn't it be smarter just to hire somebody to do what you do in this mm. company and let them work for you, yep. but still keep your job? So I think that's what the end game is. Yeah. Um, we have a bigger picture. We don't just want to be a couple of cars on the road with some right. blue walls and some red hats. Like we want, we got some ideas. Uh, so yeah, uh, more to more to come in the next few years for sure. That is awesome. Well, maybe in a that's such maybe, a great political yeah, answer but, too. Like yeah, I, I like that. David's <laughs> reading right through that, but that was great. <laughs> that was great. Uh, maybe in a year we'll have to get y'all both back on. Yeah, no doubt. And get an update. For sure. this is really cool. And I meant to ask you, um, with this business model of keg on a, on wheels, basically, yeah. is this being done other places that you've seen yeah. and you were like, this is going to work? Yeah, so uh, good innovation is just taking something that's already being done and making it better. Right. And that's what we're doing. Right? Okay. We're taking something that we saw done something somewhere else modified our business model a little bit to make this work. And now we're just using our creativity to make it even better. So yeah, uh, like I said, more, more to come. I mean, there could be a plane or, or something in the future, right? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't typically do this, but we, there's, this is a new like thing happening, happening in Augusta. We're I heard that we're doing pedal pubs. You know, I just saw so, the sign for that. So, in your experience with the kind of business that you've run, I'm just curious, what are your thoughts on a putt pub coming to Augusta, Georgia? 
are they going to have a lot of hoops to go through? I mean, just a lot of people are, when they see the idea and know Augusta and yeah. how we've done alcohol laws, yeah. they kind of think, nah, it's not going to last long. But if, if it's a true business, yeah. And I'm just curious your thoughts. I'm your opinion super on stoked, it. man. If they figured it out, they got to change the infrastructure <laughs> they downtown. Have to, though. They have, they do, they have to do that. You yes. got to do that. first. You can't be out in the middle of these. Well, you got to start right. a beer garden where on. men's refinery was. That's right. That's we that. should. <laughs> no, but I saw the sign for the pedal thing. I thought that was a yeah. great idea, and I wasn't mad at all. I think that competition just makes us tougher and makes us have to innovate more, right? Yeah. You so could always just be a you know a 1950s truck pulling a bachelorette party. We we could but I <laughs> on think a that's trailer on a trailer. Yeah. They that's do it in with Nashville. a keg. With a keg. They do it in Nashville. They so. do, they do everything in Nashville. Uh, no, I I thought that was cool. And but my first question was how, like how did they how do they do that? Like I know the hoops that I had to go through. They thought right. we were a ice cream truck for beer. Mm. Well, that's kind of what that is. Just pedal. <laughs> right. And I know that if you have a beer in your hand and you're pedaling a bike, you can still get pulled over. Right. So I don't know how they're doing it. And if, if they're doing it, I think it's fantastic. I want to talk to the dudes. Right. You know, see, like, what hoops did you have to jump through? Yeah. I already know our trajectory is on par, and we're, you know, we're getting street legal, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would love to pick their brain a little bit. I think it'd be cool. Awesome. And it only helps all of us grow, right? Like, more options means more opportunities. Absolutely. So we're here to ask the drop the disc question. We okay. ask every guest on the show this right. question. Yeah. So you're not alone. Okay. Um, we've had many Many answers, 175 answers. That's I can go count. I can go count if you want. You don't have to. Um, but you have to um, count each band member too. <laughs> Actually, yes. I'm, no, I'm not. Gonna so, count. Uh, so if you if you were walking around Augusta and yeah. someone walked up to you and just dissed the city of Augusta, yeah, what would you tell them? The drop the disc question is presented by Trainer Gray Media. Here at Trainer Gray Media, we are a full-service, award-winning marketing agency specializing in video production based right here in Augusta. We have experience at both the local and national level, partnering with businesses to bring their message to the forefront. Whether you need video, graphic design, digital or traditional advertising, web work, or creative services, we exist to help you tell your story. Diss it in the sense of, like, talking bad about it? Yes. I think that every city has their growing pains, and I think that's what we're going through now. Or have been for the last couple of years. I think now we're kind of over that. Um, you got to look past the rough and see the beauty that's in it. I mean, the architecture down here is amazing. We have a beautiful river. And the people are fantastic. You know, give us a chance. I think we'll surprise some people. Awesome. Well, Mike, thank you so much for being yeah. here. Yeah, man. Your story was great. I enjoyed it. I wasn't sure how much we could talk about a uh, hey, beer on uh, wheels, beer truck, and, and beer on wheels. We exceeded <laughs> expectations. <laughs> I think. I think I talk a lot. I think that's probably what. <laughs> I think it was. you did a good job. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on, man. We yeah. really appreciate yeah. it. Cheers. For sure. Cheers.